the show the establishment warned you about. That's right. Welcome to the Dr. Tommy Show, broadcasting live from the free state of Florida. I am your host, Dr. Tommy, and this is... Tracy. And we are here to uh, entertain and provide news analysis and opinion in a short, concise, uh, but also entertaining format. If you haven't heard us before, check us out, drtommy.com slash podcast. And we're now on Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. Um, what else? Spotify, our heart radio. Um, but are people listening? That's the question. <laughs> they're starting to listen more. You know, we've been on hiatus. We were on hiatus for about three three years. And I'm just curious how many people are listening. Used to watch the show before. And they're like, oh my gosh, they're back. I can't, I can't believe it. It's like when, uh, <laughs> yeah, when when they brought Dexter back and people were so excited. Hopefully they don't and have then... a letdown like they did with Dexter. <laughs> yeah. Garbage. Anyway, we are here for... Uh, Let's see, go over some different things in the news. And uh, this is uh, breaking news. CNN president announces he is resigning. This is from uh, the Palmieri Report. So this is uh, uh, CNN President Zuff, Jeff Zucker just announced his resignation to a stunned CNN. This is from the uh, uh, little Brian Stelter Twitter feed. Brian then, is going to be sad. Little Brian. Maybe he'll move up to president. The little potato man. Yes, maybe, maybe he, he will. And uh, here's kind of what he says. Uh, this is uh, from his statement. It's part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo's tenure at CNN. I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest colleague, someone I have worked with for more than 20 years. I acknowledge the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. As a result, I am resigning today. Blah, blah, blah. I came to CNN in 2013. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> you know, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. You know, these people, these self-righteous, uh, elitist, um, usually left-wing journalists, and they get their come up, and it's, it's it's kind of a nice thing. It's not it's not nice that it happened, but it is nice when they get their... What the, so I wonder if the um, the closest colleague that he's referring to... Was Brian Stelter? <laughs> no. Maybe, though. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but I wonder. With that. <laughs> I wonder... If, um, well, he's, Brian is married. Yeah. Well, Brian's married, uh, according to him. He has children, I believe. Anyway, I wonder if the person that he's having a relationship with is resigning as well. I doubt it because he's the boss. So -hmm. he's supposed to know better, you know? So I I don't know. Anyway, I think that's funny because like I said, you know, they had, um, who are these other people that resigned under, oh, Charlie Rose, you know? Uh, who else? Oh, Chris Cuomo. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Andrew Cuomo had to go away. So all these public figures that are just these uh, catching up with them. Yeah, these guys that are just salt of the earth, liberals, good old. You know, they are the ones that are casting dispersions, aspersions on every everybody who happens to be just a little bit to the degree right of them, calling them anything from racist, homophobe, sexist. Uh, anti-vaxxers whatever and then they <clears throat> they hold themselves up on this high pedestal and then suddenly something like this happens and it's mm-hmm. just funny i think right they're not as perfect as they pretend they are yeah this is funny this is from the world of facebook uh facebook to beginning providing pop-up warning when your friends begin thinking for themselves this is actually from babylon b so it says uh, facebook to provide pop-up warning when your friends begin thinking for themselves Facebook has introduced a new feature that will warn you when one of your friends is sharing free and independent thoughts on its network. 
Should you encounter an unapproved opinion, Facebook will provide a pop-up warning letting you know that if you're concerned about a friend expressing opinions derived from free thought that is not in line with big tech companies, major corporations, Hollywood universities, or the government, you can get them help. The social media platform will allow you to take steps to report people who are sharing unapproved opinions. You may report them to Facebook, who will reach out to them to help them by forcibly sending them to a Facebook re-education camp. You know, that's not far <laughs> off. No. Um, who was it? Was it Twitter or Facebook recently who said their facts? Um, Our well, opinions. Their opinions. That was in, a, I think, a court proceeding. Was it Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Twitter. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, that's not that's not news to those of us who have been skeptical of the, yeah, you know, these people anyway. Well, we'll never know because we are not on Facebook. And back to Facebook. Here's this other thing. It's just pretty crazy. Uh, this is, oh, where is it here? Okay, here it is. Woman says she was, quote, virtually gang raped, end quote, in Facebook's virtual reality metaverse. So the metaverse is this place where you can, like, go online, be a, I don't know. just An avatar type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Be an avatar. And, I don't know. Just, okay. Um, is, this is new, apparently, right? This is, this is something new. that this he just new. came out with? Yeah, this is just new. Just created? Because they just changed their name from Facebook to Meta. Oh, I did not know. Yes. I'm not up to date with all the Facebook yes. lingo. So Facebook is now not Facebook. It's Meta. Actually, okay. Facebook is still Facebook, but the parent company is Meta. Like Google is Google, <clears throat> but the parent company is Alphabet. Hmm. Who knows? So Meta, I guess for Metaverse, because that's... That's where they think this is going in the future. Like everyone in the future is just going to be sitting around with goggles on, interacting with people across the country, <clears throat> not con- interacting with people next to them. Like you already see nowadays. Right. It's like interacting lot, with their phone. Like There's somebody sitting right next to each other and they, I don't know, they just sit there. Yeah. Uh, but it says a woman's, this is from the blaze. A woman says that she was quote, virtually gang raped during a beta test on virtual reality platform horizons worlds. Horizon Worlds, which was created by Meta, formerly known as Facebook. Uh, In a lengthy Medium article, 43-year-old Nina Jane Patel said she experienced a, quote, nightmare in the simulated world. Quote, within seconds of joining, I was verbally verbally and sexually harassed. Three of the four male avatars. Now, how does she know that? Isn't that being a little, uh, to call them male? I mean, that's being very... (laughs) Yeah, exclusive. I mean, did she ask their pronouns before she addressed them? (laughs) Oh, well, anyway, three or four male avatars with male voices. See there again. Who's to say what a male voice is? Mm -hmm. Brian Stelter has a male voice. I mean, you know, and and his voice is different than mine. Mm -hmm. You know, mine's, you know, a few octaves lower than his. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, here back to is that three to four male avatars with male voices essentially, but virtually gang raped my avatar and took photos as I tried to get away. They yelled, "Don't pretend you don't love it." And I mean, I'll say this other one because it's gross. But anyway. well, they took pictures of her avatar. I don't know. I don't understand. I this. guess you can take pictures in the in the metaverse, like but, but, of you, like you and I go into the metaverse, right? <clears throat> and I I can go see you in the metaverse. I can like do a screenshot of you in the metaverse. Really, me though, or my avatar? Your avatar. Okay, so it's like this little um, cartoons taking pictures of cartoons. Okay, this is a reason that Facebook is probably the worst company in the world. I mean, the things that they have done to destroy humanity in a short period of time is is really remarkable. Uh, They've exposed the uh, the the, uh, 
occult <laughs> uh, mental illness that is worsened by Facebook mm-hmm. and, and things like Facebook. Well, I'm just laughing at this. So these male avatars are taking pictures of the female avatar and she feels... After they virtually gang raped her. After they virtually gang raped her. Yeah. Anyway. And this is from this is from the, the company. Uh, no, this is this is this is from the person Patel. She says harassment in the metaverse is a serious issue that the industry needs to come together on to put a put in place the correct security controls and safety measures. And then later on, it says here that uh, uh, she was not able to activate some type of safe safe space online that you can do mm-hmm. quick enough. The uh, male avatars were on her so fast that she couldn't activate the uh, virtual safe space fast enough that she could evade them. Oh, here we go. (coughs) A horrible experience that happened so fast before I could even think about putting the safe barrier in place. Patel said the incident took place so quickly she wasn't able to enable. She wasn't able to. To even enable Meta's safe zone feature. (laughs) So she's sitting here like this, playing with her avatar. I think you're doing it like this, like... Like oh, the in the oh, okay. Yeah. Madison got those yeah, for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Or yeah, got something Madison's like that. This. She and might be on it right now watching us virtually. Maybe. While we have her. Uh-huh. But I don't understand why she doesn't have time. So can you not um, do the safety feature once you're already being gang raped? Well, this is a this is a, a question for Congress to decide, I think. I think, so. I think we need congressional testimony. I want to hear what Adam Schnitt or Schitt, whatever his name is. <laughs> Uh, what ha- what he has to say. I need to know what uh, Maxine Waters has to say. Of course, I need to know what Nancy Pelosi has to say. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Chuck Schumer has to say. I want to even know what Mitt Romney has to say. Mitt Romney well, probably would, would say, have would weigh in on this. He's he's a good quality. Well, uh, <clears throat> Mitt Romney. Well, I would say this is pretty normal. If you are on any type of social media, yeah, you're going to be abused. Yeah, verbally. like on Twitter. Anywhere. I I do have, um, you know, we have our Facebook page that we don't get on too much, but I do follow Bush Gardens and SeaWorld. Yeah. Just for, you know, updates. and They should make a Facebook that's like, <clears throat> I elect to not follow anything other than, I don't know. Well, you, I, I, I want these. Could, I want to be able to see updates for SeaWorld and Bush Gardens since yeah. we, we go so often. And any wrongdoing, anything you say, any complaint, like, you know what? I was at Bush Gardens today and the food was terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there'll be 10 people to attack you verbally. Yeah. How do you say, how dare you say that? You yeah. just, yeah. yeah. Or if you say, um, you know what? I got a free, um, they were giving away free French fries at Bush Gardens today. And I'm thankful that the Bush, I'm thankful that, you know, they were giving away free French fries, but they were terrible. The customer service was awful. The fries were cold. Someone would you know, also verbally attack them as well. Oh, yeah. You should just be grateful that you're getting these free cold fries. I mean, people will attack you in any type of social media environment. Yep, even uh, next door. Even next door I got off of next door. I mean, next door was unreal. And I really just wanted to know who's having a, you know, a yard sale. Yeah. You know, this uh, virtual reality metaverse, I was thinking, you know, talking about Congress, this offers a whole new... Uh, avenue for Congress to get involved, and then attorneys, <clears throat> uh, trial lawyers should be able to get involved with this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, by uh, you know, virtually maybe having a virtual lawsuit in the metaverse <laughs> that would be resided over by Chief Justice Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Sheryl Sandberg, mm-hmm. Associate Chief uh-huh. Justice, and they could hand down verdicts. I mean, we could live in this bizarre uh, created world of ours. 
Well, I think it's only going to get worse. I think so. Like I said, Facebook's probably one of the worst companies in the world. This is Well, I don't know. Twitter's right yeah. there with it. This is funny. Pregnant man, pregnant person among 37 new emojis coming to Apple iPhones. This is from the Gateway Pundit. A pregnant uh, man? Yes. Great. Uh, here's a picture for y'all. There's a man with a baby. <laughs> and there's a, some. I don't know if they're men or not. One of them has hair that could be construed as being a man's. So, yeah, I guess he's a man. Although we really shouldn't uh, you know, judge people based on their hair if they're men or not. I don't know. The new emojis, quote, recognize that pregnancy is possible for some transgender men and non-binary people, according to the Emojipedia blog. So they're going to add I mean, this emoji really and important? they took away the knife? Yeah. I like that knife. I thought they took away the gun. Did they take oh, away the knife too? Well, maybe. They t- I think they took away both. They took away the gun because like, people I used like, to use the gun to say. It was just fun. And they say, then they replaced it with a water gun. Or I don't the, have a water or, gun. I don't oh, they believe, probably don't even have any guns. I don't have any kind of gun on mine. And the knife, if I have it, I can't find it. Yeah. But I thought I liked them both. They were fun to use. Yeah. This is interesting. This is from Johns Hopkins. This is uh, Breitbart. Johns Hopkins University study, quote, lockdowns have had little to no public health effects. Excuse me. Imposed enormous economic and social costs. It says this meta-analysis concludes that lockdowns have had little to no public health effects and they have imposed, imposed normal, enormous social and economic costs when they've been adopted, the authors of the Johns Hopkins University Review wrote. In consequence, lockdown policies were ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. Now, they better be careful because they very well may be canceled by Facebook and Twitter if they keep up talking like this at Johns Hopkins or these authors. Mm-hmm. Um so they said that there's no uh, public health benefit overall by the lockdowns. I don't. I think that's considered thought crime, right? Seems if I'm not con- if I'm not mistaken, that's a thought crime. <clears throat> like Johns Hopkins is big enough, they could probably do thought crime like that. Uh, it says the review. This is a John, Johns Hopkins University literature review and meta analysis, uh, and the authors were Jonas Irby, special advisor at the Center for Political Studies. Lars Jonung, Professor Emeritus at Economics at Lund University in Sweden, and Stephen Henke, a Professor of Applied Economics and Founder and Co-Director of the Johns Hopkins Institute for Applied Economics. Now, you know, none of these guys were doctors like uh, Dr. Fauci, you know. Nobody asked Dr. Fauci what he thought. Dr. Fauci probably could have told them and if they would have even been bothered to reach out, fix, straighten well, out their thoughts. Before he's probably they... too busy. Yeah. It says, the review also noted that studies looking at specific NPIs, not sure what NPI means. Uh, anyway, oh, non-pharmaceutical intervention is NPI. Uh, specific NPIs found no broad-based evidence of noticeable effects. The review noticed, or noted that lockdown versus no lockdown, face masks, closing non-essential businesses, border closures, school closures, and limited gatherings also found no broad-based evidence of noticeable effects. So basically, it was all for nothing. All these people who lost their livelihoods, who were you know arrested even in some places, well, that's still happening. And yet, what what was not the point in our country, of it? but it is still happening. I know in Australia. Yeah. Oh well, Joe Rogan recommends Spotify. Or White House recommends Spotify do more to censor Joe Rogan. Now, 
Boy, this is what getting, I want my president doing. Attacked. Well, you know what started was with Neil Young. Neil Young. We should boycott him. We, everyone should boycott him and see how it feels. Who, Neil Young? Yes. Let's do it. You know, it's funny. I've read somebody. It was on Conservative Review. It said, it was an article. I didn't read the article. But the headline said, Neil Young's songs taught me why I should condemn Neil Young's actions toward Joe Rogan. You know, because Neil Young's a good old hippie, mm-hmm. you know, anti-establishment, against the power and everything. And now as these hippies get older, they are the power. Mm-hmm. So then suddenly they're all for it. Yeah. They're all for censorship. They're all for uh, shutting down the little man. But go ask Neil Young in 1967 what he'd think about this. He might he might have a different opinion. But, you know, this is exactly... Get off Spotify, Neil Young, if you don't want... Well, he did get off Spotify. They canceled him on Spotify. It was kind of funny. That so, is funny. Okay, so he So wanted- he said, look, you can either have... You can have Joe Rogan or you can have him. You can't have both. So Spotify's like, all right, cool. Well, we'll miss you. And they canceled him. <laughs> but then others started piling on. Then this whole media... Storm, and then what really happened? What really set it off? And this is why you never do this: is is uh, Joe Rogan bent the knee, um, not all the way, but he did bend the knee a little bit and said, "Look, I need to do a better job." And that's it. You never apologize to these people mm. because in doing so, that they see his weakness. Right. That's like you in a fight, and you just kind of turn to the side a little bit. They just know that you're you need more. You're gonna they're gonna lay it on you. And well, that's why now that's why uh, Joe Biden or the people who run Joe Biden. Are weighing in. What's Joe Rogan, Rogan saying? What did he say before? I mean, because he's saying. Oh no, no, because Joe Rogan had uh, Doctor Malone on. Right. So that's what the, this is. What they're angry about. Uh, and, he's, and because he's spreading misinformation. Yes. Yes. Okay. He's, he's, he's causing people to be lose their lives, which is hilarious because there's this other thing here where you have here about the CDC. I'm going to go over later, talking about uh, boosters and uh, uh, vaccines. Anyway. Uh, Spotify announced that this is from Breitbart again. Uh, the White House indicated Tuesday that Spotify's attempt to address what they described as coronavirus mis- misinformation on podcaster Joe Rogan's interviews was not a strong enough response for the, uh, to the freedom of speech controversy. Jim Pasaki, it's a positive step, but more can be done. Why do they care? Yes. Why do they care? Because they are here to protect us. We're too stupid to know. If I listen to Dr. Malone on and Joe Rogan, he tells me something. I'm too stupid to then go for and just find out if that's actually true. You know, they don't really complain too much about when there's uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, Washington Post, New York Times, all these. When they say, you know... Donald Trump is a Russian asset. Donald Trump was put in place by Putin. He's a he's a puppet. He stole the election from Hillary. That's okay. That's not misinformation. And actually, you're not even supposed to question that. You're supposed to just take that, swallow it, and go on your way. But if you can't, uh, if you if you have to be, if 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 your level of discourse rises above that of where you just accept information off the spoon like a baby, then they don't think they don't think that's good enough. You should. You should only do that if they tell you that. Anyway, that's just funny. But Joe Joe Biden's weighing in on Joe Rogan. Uh, this is a little bit of something interesting. This is San Francisco uh, introduces mask exception in certain areas for the boosted. Once again, from Breitbart. The San Francisco government on Tuesday altered its masking rules, although the major changes only apply to those who have been both vaccinated and boosted. Okay. 
Tuesday, February 1st marks the first day that individuals working in offices or going to gyms have the option to remove their mask if they meet strict criteria. According to the city, quote, individuals in these stable cohort groups should be able should be, quote, up to date on their vaccinations, including the primary series and boosters when available as the best protection against the virus. These individuals will be permitted to remove their mask. However, those who fall short must produce a negative test and wear a mask. So those that produce a negative test. Yes. Still are required to wear a mask if they are unvaccinated. Uh, Is that right? Am I understanding that correctly? Those individuals will be permitted to remove their mask. However, those who fall short must produce a negative test and wear a mask. So those must be the... You have to wear a mask and have a negative test in order to show your face. Don't you think those with boosters... And gyms... I mean, everyone should be the same because we know that... Um, we already know, everyone knows that you can be boosted and still get COVID. Yes. But you might not have any symptoms. That's right. And you may be spreading it like wildfire. Right. This is interesting. This is from the CDC. This is their MMWR. Um, I think it's called mon- Monthly Morbidity and uh, something or another. I can't remember. We used to go over these when I was in med school. Anyway. It's talking about SARS-CoV-2 infection and hospitalization among adults 18 years or older by vaccination status before and during SARS-CoV-2 variant predominance. This is Los Angeles <laughs> County from November 21 to January of 22, okay? So last few months. And it says here, what is already known about this topic? COVID-19 vaccines are highly effective against severe COVID-associated uh, outcomes, including those caused by Delta variant. What is added in this report? Uh, unvaccinated persons were 3.6 and 23.0 times uh, higher than uh, than those with boosters to get uh, hospitalized. Incidents and hospitalization rates. Okay, so it's incidents and hospitalization rates in Los Angeles County among unvaccinated persons were 3.6 and 23 times, respectively, those of the vaccinated persons with a booster and 2 and 5.3 times respectively than those of fully vaccinated without a booster. So we got the two groups, three groups, unvaccinated, mm-hmm. uh, the unwashed, the, uh, the nihilists, the uh, Trump voters potentially, who did not get a vaccine. Then you have the vaccinated <clears throat> who did their, you know, they told them go get vaccinated, go get two shots, you know, do that. The good citizens. And then you have the really good citizens who said, I've got my two shots. Now they tell me, get a booster. I've got the booster. Mm-hmm. So I'm up to date. That's what they call it now, up to date. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this is this is a long report, but I'd like I just read through this. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then here, <clears throat> about five paragraphs in, it says, among the 400,000 reported SARS-CoV-2 infections in Los Angeles County residents age 18 and over during this time period, a total of 141,000, 33%, were in unvaccinated persons. All right. So 33% of the roughly 420,000 people were unvaccinated. This is infections. Um, 56,000, so 56,000 of the 422,000, or 13.3%, we're in the fully vaccinated persons with a booster. So the best among us, mm-hmm. the most uh, vaccinated and the, and, the, and, the, and the most adherent to Dr. Fauci's rules. 13%, 56,000. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the weird thing. 224,000 or 53% were in vaccinated people without a booster. 
That's uh, so, so it's 224,000 out of 422,000. So how is that? How does that jive? So what is that telling you? What does that tell? I mean, what does that mean? Well, it seems to be that those that are not vaccinated have the lowest COVID rates. Well, except for the boosted. Except for the boosted. So the boosted people, vaccinated and boosted, gives you a 13.3% chance out of this of getting it. Unvaccinated, you have a 33% chance of getting it. But, But here's the real weird thing and problematic thing. If you're fully vaccinated without a booster, you're 53%. Uh, you're, you're 53% of this population that got it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it makes it seems like, okay, you get the vaccine. You have this period of time with immunity, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or improved immunity. Mm-hmm. But then it not only does it go back, it swings back, it goes back even further. Mm-hmm. So it's worse. You're worse off. It appears by these numbers. And granted, these are right. one report, blah blah blah. One county in Los Angeles did this, that, and the other. But either way, it goes back to this thing that the conspiracy theorists, uh, you know, that they said were conspiracy theorists were saying early on, is you know maybe this vaccine is not a good idea for everybody. Maybe we shouldn't do it for because maybe it's a leaky vaccine. Maybe it, it only has a partial effect. Maybe right. it later on makes you more likely to get it. And that's if you say that, that's considered thought crime. Uh, and Twitter and Facebook, blah, 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 and New York Times and White House. But. Well, I think it might come down to, you know, like the flu. So the flu, you have to get, you know, in the beginning when you're an infant, you know, or I guess you can you start get getting. two of them. Yeah, you get two and then you get one yearly. Yes. And we know that you develop antibodies within two weeks and then it protects you for a very short amount of time. Yes. And then you get it again. I mean, I would think that you could, I mean, people probably even get it within um, less than a year time span. Because, you know, if you get it, I know they all start offering it in August, September. Yeah. And we know that our children have got the flu as early as January. Yeah. So I don't think you keep antibodies for very long with the flu vaccine either. Yeah, respiratory viruses, you can't really keep antibodies for very long. Right. Except in some cases, uh, like with... um, uh, varicella is a respiratory virus, chickenpox. Right. One inject. Well, no, you actually get two injections, mm-hmm. um, and then it's a lifetime. But uh, of what we call endemic viruses, or you know, viruses that are about all the time, like coronaviruses, are always about. <clears throat> it just so happened this one was uh, created potentially by the Communist Party of China or by a uh, bat in a wet market that was eaten. Either way. <clears throat> This virus is a coronavirus, but coronaviruses are always around us. They cause infections, coronaviruses, rhinoviruses, and adenoviruses cause almost all the colds that we have. And then flu, but that's not really a cold, that's flu. Mm-hmm. Either way. But anyway, it could be that the coronavirus, yeah, you, you just you, you can't vaccinate against things like that because it just, it may be that it just doesn't work. Right. But here's the other thing. So let's say these people, let's fast forward, there's 56,000 people who were sick this cohort the fully vaccinated with the booster all right so let's say they got a booster whenever in january mm-hmm. what happens in uh june are they among these unfortunate people now that are more likely to get covid than if you were unvaccinated yeah well you know we just did some antibody tests on someone today so i he was extremely high 
the last time we checked him. Mm-hmm. So I am really anxious to see mm-hmm. what's going to happen. What? Yeah, his, I am too. I'm really anxious, you know, because he wants to know whether he should get a booster or not. Yeah, and this is very good. And I actually thought about this. I had just read this before he came in. I was thinking, <clears throat> you know, this is interesting. So if you're fully vaccinated with a booster, according to this group, mm-hmm. then you were less likely. But if you were fully vaccinated, you were more likely to have COVID than someone who was unvaccinated. Now, the question here, too, is, is it says fully vaccinated people with a booster. It says 56,000 of the 422,000. Well, how many people in California are fully vaccinated with a booster? That's or in Los Angeles County, mm-hmm. not the ones that got sick. Right. How many people? So is this 56,000 uh, a big number or a small number? Right. I think that a lot of people are vaccinated and yeah. boosted. I would imagine. It'd be interesting. That, that yeah. they, they are. I may say it somewhere in here, but. But um, shoot, well, what else was I going to say? I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, I would imagine that they are boosted. Also, they, I've read articles, too, where they say the reason why, uh, yes, you get those that are boosted or those that have the vaccines, they um, are more likely to get coronavirus, but because they let their guard down. Mm-hmm. So they might not be wearing their masks. Maybe they're going to social gatherings and exposed to it. They let their guard down by actually living. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is uh, from the Daily Caller. <clears throat> president Biden is relaunching the cancer moonshot, an initiative first developed under former President Barack Obama that aims to, quote, end cancer as we know it. He's going to what? End uh, cancer as we know it. That's what Barack Obama said back in the oh, old okay. days. While the initiative is being scheduled for relaunch on Wednesday, very little money remains of the initial $1.8 billion provided by Congress in 2016. <laughs> Surprise. The administration officials speaking to reporters in a call previewing the announcement expressed confidence for, quote, robust funding going forward. This is how the government solves cancer, for instance. This is this is the strategy. The administration plans to form a, quote, cancer cabinet for cancer moonshot, according to the White House fact sheet. The cabinet will pull individuals from various agencies and departments. And Biden also plans to pick a White House cancer center or cancer moonshot coordinator that ought to do it that ought to do it uh cancer cabinet check uh officials who are in government now mm-hmm. check and then a, a moonshot coordinator that's all we need and what are they going to do they're going to spend another 1.8 billion and have nothing to show for yeah. it most likely what are they going to do i don't know uh i don't know what it doesn't say what they've done with the 1.8 billion it just says there's very little remaining of it i don't know what they did with it uh, it says the president previously vowed, quote, to cure cancer during a campaign speech in 2019. I promise you that if I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer, he said at the time. Wow. I wonder what the doctors think that are right now trying to cure cancer and their patients dying in front of their very eyes. I don't know. This is a sign that... You know, the doctors that are actually working with the patients. Well, there's people that read this or heard this and they voted for him because of it. You know, that's that's the real take home stories. What's that about? Oh, before we go, um, we got to talk about this. Uh, that thing we were, we were supposed to talk about. Uh, so we was a few weeks ago. They were supposed to talk about this thing. This guy. You tell him. You tell him. It's your story. Well, the guy was uh, uh, his wife and he were sleeping. And, uh, and she started talking about something about money. Talking in her sleep. In her sleep. About some money that she had stolen, gotten through through illegal money, means. 
And then uh, the guy heard it, and he's like, Jesus, that sounds weird. Well, so Yeah, is it true? Is she, yeah, so is what did he do? He didn't ask her about it. He turned her into the police. Well, after she booked oh, okay. a trip, like a 10-day trip. Yes, then he got really suspicious. He's like, wow, so she's talking about, you know, this money... She came into, um, you know, came into some money, and then she planned a ten-day trip for us. Mm-hmm. And she just recently started working for a lady taking care of her. Right, right. And you're, and we were going to talk about what would you do? Would you turn your spouse in? Uh, I and think. You would, I w- and you wouldn't tell me what you were going to do. I told you uh, what I would do. I would turn them in. You would? Yeah. If they stole money from an old lady, I would turn them in. So you would call the police. I don't know. I would call. I don't know. I guess I. I don't know. Is it? I would well, make. I would make them make good on it. Let's put it that yes, way. Yes, me and too. If, and if they said I, 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 I'm not going to, then I would turn them in. I yeah. think because yeah. that's just. Well, the other thing too is if your spouse does that, good chance that things aren't going to go well for you in the future. So it yeah. may be a good time to pull the ripcord. Yeah, I think so too. I would. I mean, if you decided to become this type of monster, I would not call the police on you. Yeah, but. I would go to this elderly person and say, look, this is what my husband did. He stole money from you. And you can make the decision if you want to call the police right, or not. that's a good idea. And then, uh, yes, I would leave you. Well. Uh, I'd leave you high and dry. Now, that's if you stole money. What if you yeah. admitted to something else? Like, <laughs> what if I was talking in my sleep and I was just, oh, Brian Stelter, he's a real man. Would, I would think that you were in love with him and maybe gay. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe I would leave you. Or what if I said, uh, uh, I really, I really think that this COVID vaccine is, this is the thing that we do. We need to do it. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I already have mine uh-huh. and my booster. Anyway, well, that's all for us. And then watch, watch TV that if you're watching TV, uh, this week, Ozarks are already been consumed by my brother and, and his wife, Siobhan. Yeah, Fred and Siobhan went to dinner last night for for her birthday, and Fred said, yeah, we finished Ozark. It just came out like a, 10 days ago. They're done with it. Yeah. Well, we finished. Well, season we were, four, actually, it's, it's actually a truncated season because it's going to be a season that is split in two like they did with Sopranos, like they did with Breaking Bad. So the final season, season four, is going to be two halves, apparently halves maybe, probably. And so the first part is seven episodes so they already blew through those seven episodes but i remember when we watched yellowstone i think we watched like probably five episodes in one day once yeah um we were we are, have been watching 1883 too and that comes out every sunday so we just really haven't had an opportunity to watch ozark plus i feel like i want to watch it's been two years the previous season first not all or at least uh, i don't know at least a couple episodes i think episode or two or so. three or four yeah but I, I now watch Sopranos with you again. You've watched Sopranos three times already. <laughs> yeah. And when you take a bath, I can hear it in there. So I know you're watching it for the fourth time. Yeah. So we could watch Ozark a, okay. in a season one time, uh, you know, an extra time. Ozark. And then there's 1883. There's seven episodes of that. Yes. If you watch you Yellowstone. Is it seven or six? And there's six episodes now that you can consume okay. of 1883. If you watched Yellowstone... 1883 is the prequel to Yellowstone. Not everyone knows that. I just texted with someone yesterday, and they did not know. What they think it was? Just like I, a standalone I don't even know if they, Western? 
I don't. I don't know if they even knew what 1881, was, except oh, for oh. me saying. Oh, but they they didn't know about 1883. Right. Oh, I thought you meant they they knew about 1883, but didn't know it was a prequel. Yeah. Oh, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I just know that they did not know that it was a prequel. And I keep I kept talking. You know, I'll be talking about it because I'm a group message. I'm like, I'm watching 1883, and um, no one really. They didn't. She didn't say anything. And I was like, You do know that's the prequel to Yellowstone, right? And she said, No, I didn't know. So I don't even, I don't know if she even knows what it is or if it's just she only knows because I've been mentioning that I'm watching it. I remember when we saw it come over, I became aware of Yellowstone in 1883 at the same time because Yellowstone, when you, when they, when they said it's a prequel, I was like, Oh, that's Yellowstone. That's the one that you had been wanting to watch. Yes. For two years. But I, I don't even remember us but talking about it. you never take my advice. I never heard us talk. I don't even remember us if, talking about if, it. If, um, one of our patients had came in and Who said, or how'd you know about it? I've because I had seen previews and I was like, that looks awesome. Yeah. And um, but if one of our patients had come in and said, uh, or you know, a male patient, yeah. Oh, you gotta watch or Brian uh, Stelter. Tommy, said you it. gotta watch. <laughs> you, Tommy, you gotta watch Yellowstone. You it's should great. watch 1883 and Yellowstone. They're both yeah. good. Then you would say, oh yeah. Did you hear what Brian Stelter said it. on reliable sources? No, you didn't. Uh you weren't in the airport when it was on, on CNN. Yeah. Anyway, my point is you never take my advice when it comes to movies. Uh, I don't know. I take it's your true. advice sometimes. <laughs> well, Ozark, you didn't either, and you love it. Then we just watched, started watching a documentary on Netflix about the Unabomber. Yeah. That's, it's kind of uh, interesting because yeah. he's, he's completely a narcissist uh, sociopath. You know that after but, episode but, one. Yes, after episode one because they interview him. He's been behind bars mm-hmm. and someone goes in. But it's interesting because we've watched documentaries on other serial killers like Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. another narcissistic sociopath. Yes, they're very, they're all the same. If you know any narcissistic sociopaths in your life, run or be careful around them mm. or get on their good side, one or the other. Yeah. I do want to watch some more of that because yeah. um, I don't know a whole, I don't know all the details. Mm-hmm. Probably should put a link like on, on the website to all these different shows to watch. I'll do that. So if you also, if you go on the drtommy.com slash podcast, we have uh, some special offers for Athletic Greens, Pure Talk, and Atlas MD. All of those can save you some money if you're in the, uh, if you're in the market for a supplement. And probiotic and multivitamin combined uh, nutritional supplement, that's Athletic Greens. And if you're in the mood to save money, that's Pure Talk. That's a, a wireless service that uses the same towers as one of the major wireless providers uh, which shall remain unnamed and that'll save you probably half or, or maybe a half. It saved us more than half. Mm-hmm. And then Atlas MD is the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices, including direct primary care and concierge medicine that will save you money. So anyway, that's at drtommy.com slash podcast. And, uh, there's some other stuff there I was going to mention. Oh yeah. Spotify shows where you link you. If you want to sign up on Spotify, they actually have a nice user interface, uh, Spotify. And then there's iHeart. and there's, uh, uh, whatever else. Oh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, tell your friends, come in, see us. Come in and learn about concierge medicine. If you're in Tampa area, we'll, we'll treat you uh, with respect and dignity. We will not uh, treat you like a, a number, and we will not uh, uh, degrade you whether or not you're COVID vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You can have it, and we'll treat you just the same as if you didn't have it, or if you didn't have it, we'll treat you the same if you didn't have it. We're not judgmental here. We don't even ask. <laughs> we do ask. I don't. Well, I don't ask them as a matter of fact, but if they tell us, you know, mm-hmm. well, I, like when they have their vaccines, I go over that. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you do. I yeah, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. 
I go over there back. I'll start asking everyone to walk in the door. Wait. Are you coming? Wait. <laughs> Show me your papers. Where's your passport? Put on this mask. Mm. All right. Anyway, that's it for us. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. I don't know,